In this season of Lent, we're exploring different questions that will help us to be present in this season to the calling of the Lord, to being in his presence. And the question today is, who told you that you were naked? The last question was, where are you? And so we're following along that path, the same path that Adam and Eve walked. And so I read a scripture to start us off. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. And I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten up the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? And so reflecting on that, we see that although God created man, and from the man took the woman, And they were naked and unashamed. There was a change in that status. When they ate the fruit that God had forbidden. And as we look at this, and as I look and have pondered this in my own life, and wonder, when I hide, whose voice am I hearing? Who told me? that I was naked. Isn't that why I'm hiding? And so in recent studies, I've been studying about the false self, the true self. And if we look at it that way, that in the true selves, Adam and Eve walked with God, were in his presence constantly, We're not afraid of him or the sound of him. And then they listen to the serpent. And the serpent whetted their appetite to believe that there was something that God had withheld from them. And that is the voice in my head as well that causes me to hide. It comes from um, my own sin. It comes from my family's stories that I learned when I was growing up. It comes from the church stories that I heard, or sometimes hearing clearly and sometimes making up stories from what I heard. And it comes from cultural stories that I want to hide. I'm not good enough. My body isn't what I want it to be. All those things that come into my mind and cause me to want to hide, to hide 
oftentimes even from myself, and to hide from others, but most of all, to hide from God, being too ashamed. And so I want to sit here for a minute and just look at even today what lies have I believed and who told me those? Was it Satan himself tempting me? Was it my culture trying to cast shame on me? Was it the church misusing scripture? Was it my family and what I saw going on there? So I'm going to sit here for a few minutes and think through only today. And now, having thought of some of those things, I want to ponder the depths of how God revealed himself because it put me in mind of the fact that God clothed Adam and Eve after they tried to clothe themselves it was insufficient. And so, what are the things I hide behind? What are the clothes I wear, so to speak, to cover up the things that I don't want people to see and judge? And even I don't want God to see, but he proclaims that he sees everything. There's nothing hidden from him. And so he knows and he loves, but I have trouble taking that in. But it put me in mind of Jesus himself. What was he clothed in? And the Bible speaks he was clothed in glory before he came to earth. He was clothed in glory, but then Scripture reveals that he made himself humble, even to the point of death, and he was clothed in our fleshly body like we are. He took on our flesh. Not only did he take on our flesh, and became man, but he took on our sins, those things that caused me to hide in the first place. And so I want to stop and just take that in. Who is this God who would send his son and clothe him in the body of mankind? so that he might die and take on the punishment of 
this sin of Adam and Eve that I've inherited. Who is this God? And I want to ponder his humility and ask myself, is that the posture that I take in him? And so I go to silence once again to contemplate. And then I want to add a picture to what I've just been thinking about. That when Jesus came in human form, that he didn't come as a king. He came as a baby. He was naked. When he died on the cross, he was naked. Was he ashamed? Scripture suggests something different. That for the joy set before him, he endured the shame of the cross. Wow, that is rich. I have to sit with that a moment and just take it in. He took on the very things that caused me to hide. He put them on himself, and he endured the cross. But it was joy to him. Who told you? What does Jesus tell me? What does he tell me? I'm so tempted by what the devil tells me, what my own upbringing tells me, what the world tells me. I'm tempted to go in all those directions, and I do it without even thinking. But Who do I want to speak to me and give me the idea of who I am? Is it not the Creator, the one who made me, the one who died for me? I'm going to be silent now and just pray to Him. I want to go a step further. Scripture tells us that to be out of our body is to be with the Lord. This body that we hide, it will one day die. And with it, shame. And 
Yet it says to be clothed with a house from the Lord. Something new. Something of glory. Christ was clothed in glory and majesty. And one day, this body that caused me shame on earth because of its actions, it will be glorified. We'll put on glory. Wow. That is hard to believe. There will be no shame. There will be no reason for shame. How glorious is that? But I am still here. And as I look at Scripture to guide me about, well, what about now? That's then. And Adam and Eve started this thing out that we've inherited. But what about now? And I, I want to read some verses that have instructed me. Galatians 3.27 says, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Put on Christ, clothed in Christ. That's how I am to live. Colossians 3, 12 through 14. Put on then as God's chosen, chosen ones, holy and beloved. Put on compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Wow. (laughs) Okay, is that what I think of in the morning when I get my head ready to go out into the day? Do I clothe myself with these things? 1 Peter 5, 5. Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility towards one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Again, clothe Myself with humility? Does that get rid of some of the lies that Satan tells me that I'm only worth what I produce? Is that the world's standard? Christ tells me to be humble and not to put my ego out. But that gets me in trouble all the time as somebody who's an achiever. Ephesians 4.24 says this, And to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God, in true righteousness 
and holiness. Put on the new self. I got a new set of clothes without even having to purchase anything. And how often do I purchase things to make me look better, feel better, come across better to other people? And yet God has given me what I need. A new self. A true self. But often I flee to the false self because it pumps me up, makes me feel important. I had a friend the other day tell me, Susan, it just seems like you have the need to be important. If you don't think that humbled me. Um, And where does that need to be important come from? Same reason that Adam and Eve were hiding. I don't want to hide, so I put on what I think will make me feel important. So, just returning to the way we started. Who told you that you were naked? In this season of Lent, it's, it's a good time to come before him and to humble ourselves, to listen, to be broken like he was broken for us. And so, I'm going to sit here a minute and just ask him to break me in the ways I need to be broken, that I might come to see his fullness, to see his glory, and to understand how much he loves me. That's what I need to wrap myself in, his love, not the false trappings of this world. I'm going to take a minute, and then I'm going to close in prayer. Lord, you made us, you created us, you tell us we're wonderfully made, that we're fearfully made, that we are your treasure, that you sing over us, that you can't wait for your bride, and yet we despair, we hide, we do things that make us feel better, but in the end, they lead us apart from you. Dear Lord, come to us. Fill us with your Spirit. Be with us. Let us bask in your presence. For that's where we truly find our life, our hope, and our future. Amen.